0: December the 23rd, 2023, 1st Samuel, chapter 23. What's your stance? Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. Father God, we thank you on today. Thank you for another Saturday, another morning, another day that you have awakened us and prepared our mind, our hearts, our ears to receive this day our daily bread. We look forward, Lord God, to hearing you each and every morning and being a blessing to those around us. We love you. We honor you, we praise you, in the precious name of your Son, Jesus. And those of you, my friends, family members, as you continue to tune in all up to this far, even 12 months, some of you, even beyond then, thank you. Your appreciation is not considered lightly. We are in 1 Samuel chapter 23 and... We are still for the next three chapters experiencing David on the run and what that looks like then in terms of his actions, reactions, thoughts and emotions as well as those around him and and how it is relatable to our current season in life. We want to allow these these 23 chapters and the next seven or eight going forward to illuminate in our minds and in our hearts and yield to the Holy Spirit so that we can not only hear the words, but experience them as life and as truth so that we can walk in the light that God intended for us. Holy Spirit, lead, guide, and govern as we embark on the truth of your word. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. 1 Samuel, chapter 23, What's Your Stance? Now then, they told David, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah, and are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the lord said to david go and attack the philistines and save Keilah." but david's men said to him behold we are afraid here in judah how much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the philistines then david inquired of the lord again and the lord answered him arise go down to Keilah, for i will give the philistines into your hand And David and his men went to Kalah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their livestock and struck them with a great blow. So David saved the inhabitants of Kalah. When Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, had fled to David in Kalah, he had come down with an ephod in his hand. Now it was told Saul that David came, had come to Kalah. And Saul said, God has given him into my hand for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. And Saul summoned all the people to war to go down to Kala to besiege David and his men. David knew that Saul was plotting harm against him, and he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring the ephod here. Then David said, O Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Calah to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Calah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord, the God of Israel, please tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Calah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will surrender you. Then David and his men, who were about six hundred, arose and departed from Keilah, and they went wherever they could go. When Saul was told that David had escaped from Keilah, he gave up the expedition. And David remained in the strongholds in the wilderness, in the hill country of the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God did not give him into his hand. David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. David was in the wilderness of Ziph at Horesh. And Jonathan, Saul's son, rose and went to David at Horesh, and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Saul my father also knows this. And the two of them made a covenant before the Lord. David remained at Horesh, and Jonathan went home. Then the Siphites went up to Saul at Gabir, saying, Is not David hiding among us in the strongholds at Horesh on the hill of Hakalah, which is south of Jeshimon? Now come down, O king, according to all your heart's desire to come down, and our part shall be to surrender him into the king's hand. And Saul said, May you be blessed by the Lord, for you have had compassion on me. Go, make yet more sure. Know and see the place where his foot is and who has seen him there, for it is told me that he is very cunning. See therefore and take note of all the lurking places where he hides and come back to me with sure information. Then I will go with you and if he is in the land, I will search him out among all the thousands of Judah. And they arose and went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the Arabah, in the south of Jeshimon. And Saul and his men went to seek him. And David was told, So he went down to the rock and lived in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. Saul went on one side of the mountain, and David and his men on the other side of the mountain. And David was hurrying to get away from Saul. As Saul and his men were closing in on David and his men to capture them, a messenger came to Saul saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have made a raid against the land. So Saul returned from pursuing after David and went against the Philistines. Therefore, that place was called the Rock of Escape. And David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of En Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. What's your stance? Well, family, the, the day before yesterday, our daily bread was, was titled Exalt God. Yesterday, our daily bread was titled, A Wicked Heart. Today, we are amidst a compassionate and encouraging heart from Jonathan, an obedient and faithful heart from David, displaced loyalty from the people of Keilah, blind allegiance to Saul from the Ziphites and more irrational and delusional behavior from Saul. What can we make of all of this? What we find then is not much different than what we find in the society that we are currently living in. Think about it, family. The people have a king, Saul, who most do not know that God's anointing is no longer with him. David, who is the anointed of God, has some faithful followers, but find themselves on the run. And then there's God who, in my opinion, is always in control. The challenge here is that God has an ultimate end to this situation, but has to work it through imperfect human beings, his prized creation. Think about that, very much like what we experience today we are here in the west of the globe. The political and, and social divide is such that even devout Christians debate about which side of the divide they should stand. In other parts of the globe, we have drastic wars and, and, and that are taking place and, and Starch talks about other wars starting, perhaps looking at a World War III even. And I know in two more days here in the West we, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, our Lord and Savior. So, forgive me if if this message does not feel like the the ho 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 Merry Christmas that most would like us to adapt. And and don't get me wrong, family, it's it's entirely okay if you if you are in that mood, or even if you're not. My concern for this episode this entire book and and going forward even into the new year is that you know where you fit at into the story where do you see yourself your family and the community around you what is your stance Father God glory glory hallelujah I, I love you My heart adores you. In this world where where I can see, touch, hear, smell, and taste so much, my desire is to experience it all through the filter of the Holy Spirit. At the end of the day, Father God, it is all about you. My darling Grace, who, who I love dearly, my children here and throughout the states, my family, my in-laws, my brothers and sisters in Christ, my co-workers, my neighbors, and my community at large. Yes, Father God, they are all part of the grand narrative. And when it is all said and done, it points back to you, Father God what have i done to declare to them that you are lord god of all creation and that you are worthy to be praised the apostle paul said praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end keep alert with all perseverance making supplication for all the saints and also for me that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Glory, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, continue to help me yield to your will that I, my darling grace, our family, friends, co-workers, and community might know you and be and do all that you have placed us here to do and be. Let us declare our stance in light of who you are in us and through us. Father God, we are your workmanship. All honor, praise, and glory belong to you. We bless you in the mighty and majestic name of your son, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Be blessed on today, family. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, know that God wants you to hear and understand these words. And if you don't, it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes, your ears shall be opened. You shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward. To being with you here again on tomorrow and in the meantime family be a blessing to those around you glory hallelujah